Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed. Welcome to the show. On this show, every Monday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, we bust the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding. Thank you so much for joining me. I am delighted to be with you. I am privileged to be able to do this show. Without you as listeners, I wouldn't have a show. So thank you so much for being here. And thanks, too, today to my special guest, Melanie Tarr. Melanie, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, good. Well, good. I'm excited to have Melanie I will give everybody just a little tiny bit of background, which is Melanie has been a La Leche League leader for a very long time. She is also an IBCLC, and I asked Melanie onto the show because she came to my uh, comprehensive lactation course just prior to getting her IBCLC credential, and I was so impressed with the fact that she really knew how to support mothers. You know, get information giving is one thing, but being able to support mothers in their own decision after they've had that information is quite another. So I really felt that you could profit from hearing from her today because I am a real firm believer, and by the way, just, just a little to-do here for you, be sure you take a look at my blog because I have addressed the importance of support. But I'm going to ask Melanie to get a little bit more mm, down to the nitty gritty here with with support. So, Melanie, I guess actually one of the things I should start with is what I just alluded to. And that is that very often I hear that people use the word information and support as though they're the same thing. And at least in my mind, they're not. To me... Information is a giving of the facts. And often people, in this case mothers, often have the facts, know the facts, etc., etc. But support is really something different. When you think of support or you think of supporting mothers, what do you think it is? What do you feel that their role, your role is? What do you think they're expecting from you? Um, many times I'm a cheerleader. I kind of cheer them on and help them where they're needed, see where they want to go. Um, a lot of times it's kind of helping to facilitate sharing experiences so they can see other moms are having challenges or have been there and done that and, and worked through it, um, which is very helpful. Yeah, I think we all kind of want to know that we're not the only one in that boat. Am I reading you right? Yeah, very much. And and having um, an understanding person that's empathetic and understands what you're going through, even if they haven't gone through it, um, it's it's a person that will listen to you. So many times you might be told what to do, but um, many times with mother-to-mother support, they're listening to what your needs are. Oh, I totally believe that. You know, there's an old saying of they don't, care how much you know until they know how much you care. 
Um, <laughs> Melanie, exactly. Melanie, we need to take a short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuzo? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuzo, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you, too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that, too, through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuzo or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuzo. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here today with Melanie Tarr, IBCLC, and... Uh, a woman who has been a La Leche League leader for probably more years than she wants to admit, but many. Uh, (laughs) Melanie, how old is your youngest? Um, My youngest will be eight um, in August, and my oldest uh, is 15 and a half. So I started attending meetings when I was pregnant with him, and I've been a leader for a little over seven years. Oh, bless your little heart. (laughs) You, You led me right to my next question, which is, you know, very often, new mothers feel like they have very little time for anything. And, in fact, we taught, we did a whole show on that with Jill Farmer a couple of weeks ago. So tell me, why should a mother gather her baby, her baby stuff, and her own stuff to make that trip to peer support or mother-to-mother support group? In other words, 
Um, does mother to mother support group really matter? Um, <clears throat> I think that's going to depend on the person. Okay. Um, but many moms find that it's it's very helpful to even just have time to talk with other moms. Um, coming when you're pregnant is really good because you can get to meet the leader. You can get meet to meet the other moms in the group. Um, probably someone who's due around the same time you are or has kids about the same age if they're older. And that helps a little bit to feel comfortable. There's many different support groups. So you could find different support groups and see which one is a good fit for you. Um, even within our groups, we have several leaders. And one mom might find one group a little bit more comfortable than another group um, just because the leaders are different. Sure. So it, it's good to research and figure out which works for you. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, several years ago, my husband went to Weight Watchers, and he always wanted to go to the one with Barbara because Barbara was the leader. And I mm -hmm. suppose that you kind of either connect with people that are leaders or you, you kind of don't. Uh, I'm interested to hear that you started going when you were pregnant. Do many women start going when they're pregnant, would you say? Um, yeah, we've had quite a few that have come while they're pregnant. We've even had some come before they even get pregnant. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So that's, that's really early, but learning a lot. Um, and even after a baby, sometimes after they've had one baby and they're ready to have a second baby and they want to have a little different experience, yes. um, maybe some more support. So we've had a lot of moms that have done that and had a, a very challenging time the first time and want to have some more resources the second time. So Absolutely. Absolutely. that can be helpful. Uh, Melanie, I know that Melanie. you have an online group that meets. Now that's a little bit different than a live group mm -hmm. because it's well, because it's not a live meeting. So, uh, <laughs> in what other ways yes. does it differ? Uh, is the format of the meeting different? Composition of the group? What? Whatever. What? How do you feel it's different? Um, about seven years ago, I started an online group. So, any moms that came to our in-person meetings, um, any moms that called for a helping call or met us at a fair, like a baby fair or health fair or something like that, um, could join the group and could help and interact. And what I found was a lot of moms were being online because it was so expensive to even just drive to a meeting. And they were asking the same questions over and over and over again, <laughs> yeah. um, which is understandable. A lot of the questions in the very beginning are very normal. With our in-person meetings, we have a format where we go through four basic meetings. And I found that I started doing virtual meetings on our group, a virtual group, so that some of those questions were answered and the group stays up. It, it is very much live because it's at a certain time, um, but they can sit at home, they can nurse their baby to bed, right. <laughs> they can you know, have a drink sitting beside them, they don't have to use their gas money. Um, so they can kind of connect that way. Um, I do miss sometimes our in-person meetings because you get to see the babies change from month to month and and grow and change, and the moms start helping other moms. Mm. Uh, oh, I've been there, I've done that kind of things. Um, but they're wonderful meetings, and if a mom happens to move out of area, she can still join in on the online meetings. So they can be very helpful. Sometimes we've done special meetings if there have been certain topics that many of the moms are running into. So it, it's been pretty helpful. They stay posted as well. So if a mom misses a meeting, she can read through it and comment oh, and add nice. to the meetings as well. 
So nice. that, that's been very helpful. They can be searched. So if mom has a question, um, like biting happens to come up a lot. There's several meetings that that topic has come up and she can kind of search and read through them. So it can be helpful in that way. Melanie, I kind of lost you on the part about the four meetings. Did you mean four meetings or four themes? I just didn't quite understand that part. With La Leche League, we have four meeting series, and we run them three times a year. Oh, I see. Um, the first one, yeah, the first one is on advantages of breastfeeding. The second one is the early days and preparing to breastfeed. Uh-huh. The third one is avoiding difficulties, and then the fourth one is weaning and nutrition. And, like, even a mom that comes that's pregnant, the weaning and nutrition one is okay because she's eating while she's pregnant, trying to be nutritious uh, in her choices. She's going to need to know how to eat, you know, to help support lactation after. Um, So even if it's not a meeting topic, they can always come with questions that they have if it's off topic as well. We leave time for those as well. Yeah, I was just going to ask, is there sort of a free-for-all where you can ask about... um you know, I don't know, the one that I got the other day, I guess it was last week or so, uh, the one that I got was, is it okay to, to drink Gatorade? No, it was, is, is Gatorade okay to improve your milk supply? And of course, uh, for those of you who are interested, I wrote a little blog about that, so we won't go into that here. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I guess I want to know that people have an opportunity to ask questions that are a little off topic. So mm-hmm. do, you think that the yes. on, do you think the online group is just as effective in providing support as the live meeting? In some ways, it's a little more effective because I can post links to support materials. Oh, right. That can right. be very helpful where in a meeting I have to try and, rem- well, I'll have to email that to you. I have your email and I can send it. It's, it's a little more instantaneous sure. um, in that sense. But... The in-person meetings, if a mom needs help with latch and and more hands-on type, you know, questions and how do I do this and how do I position here, it's you can't see the person generally on our meetings, so yes. it's a little difficult to do those in-person type things. Um, they have their strengths in different ways. We we do a cafe meeting as well in person that's um, much more laid back and just meet and how's it going? Did you get any sleep last night? Um, (laughs) That kind of thing. Um, I have kids that sleep and I still don't sleep. So (laughs) I'm right there along with them. Melanie, do you think, because I have taught things live and I've taught things online and I find that people are less eager to ask questions online. I I don't know if it's just me. Do you find that? What, What do you think? Um, they generally will ask them. I we do run into a challenge sometimes if moms don't type very fast. Oh right, right, um, yeah. So I'm I'm very glad for like um, the voice recognition texting um, that helps some moms. Uh, and there may be some questions that they don't want to ask in person that they may ask online. Um, and the groups are closed, so it's it's not like a great aunt. Tilda will hear what you're saying. <laughs> it's a lot of people in the group unless great aunt Tilda is, is in the group. Um, so they can ask questions a little bit more and say, how do I work with this um, situation and such? Do you have a preference for whether you do a live or an online? Um, probably about the same. I mean, it saves my gas if I don't have yeah, to that's true. <laughs> because it is volunteer yeah, for those of you who might not know, I, I'm pretty sure that Melanie lives just outside of Baltimore, Maryland. And if so, 
anywhere in the greater Washington, Baltimore area, uh, the traffic is always a killer. So uh, maybe if you don't live in that metro area, maybe you don't totally get it. But uh, trust me, it's a big deal. Melanie, we need to take a short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash gooddonor. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you, too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that, too, through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash gooddonor. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you, too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that, too, through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. 
What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash good donor. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed, where every week we bust the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding. I'm here today with my special guest, Melanie Tarr, IBCLC. Melanie, we have all sorts of listeners today, sisters, mothers, grandmothers. Uh, some are not experts. And in fact, uh, some haven't even breastfed their own children. So, on a one-to-one basis, can you give those people some practical tips on how to be supportive to a nursing mother? Um, first of all, listen to them. See what their needs are. Um, we have a lot of a lot of grandmothers, um, fathers even, aunts, uncles calling me to say, can someone help? And usually we will say, can you give them our information and have them call um, just being there for them, kind of some of those things that um, don't involve the baby, like laundry and dinners and things like that, house cleaning, so that they have time with the baby. Yes. Um, and they so don't have to worry about all those other things. can be a big load off their mind. Um, play dates with siblings, things like that can be very, very, very helpful when a mom's learning the recipe. Um, uh, totally agree. Um really good books. Um, if, if you don't know of any books, you can call a league leader and say, is there something that can help with this situation? Um, are there any professionals in the area that might be able to help them? Things like that. So, yeah, I was going to say, wow, there. you know, with mothers, colleagues, whoever's, uh, I've had people say to mm-hmm. me, what can I do for so-and-so who's just had a baby? And that's one of the things, it's so easy to order a book or mm-hmm. uh, something like that that can be helpful. Uh, It can be a Mm -hmm. book for the mother about breastfeeding, or it can be a book that might be helpful for a toddler who needs a a little special something or other. Uh, That's a really really good tip, Melanie, really good. Melanie, I know you have worked almost exclusively with La Leche. Uh, Mm -hmm. How do you think that La Leche League differs from some of the other mother-to-mother support groups that are out there? Um, well, it's going to be around for 60 years this um, October, so it's been around for a very long time. Um, it's been structured very well to take the mom's needs, um, the baby's needs into account and provide the resources that they are going to need on the journey. Um, it, there are other 
support groups and Moms Might Find they work really well with them. Um, League has something that's really nice and they have a background of a lot of people that have even done this for 20 or 30 or 40 or even 50, 60 years. Um, They've kind of been around and done these. There's a professional liaison department, so we often can say, I don't know, (laughs) but I'll find out. Um, So we have professional liaisons that can help find us information, and we have a support group ourselves that helps us out. You know, maybe another mom has worked with a baby with a certain genetic disorder or, you know, a certain um, problem that's very specific, and you're probably not going to see them very often. So we have resources in that way that are wonderful and very helpful. Yeah, I was just going to say, I have been on La Leche League's website many, many times, and I am astonished at how much I find there. Absolutely mind-blowing. So, Melanie, I guess as I hear you talking, one of the things that jumps to my mind is, what kind of training does a leader have? I'm sure you can't just stand up, raise your hand, and say, I want to be a leader. So, what you know, what's the deal? Yes. Um, Being a leader is one of the pathways. Um, to becoming an IBCLC, and we actually had a leader, Joanne Scott, who was a leader in Fairfax that actually was helpful in starting the profession um, to help create that program. So it's one of the feeder programs. One of the things we have is a mom has to have breastfed a baby for a year. Now, there are some stipulations if a mom happened to have IGT and she did her best. Um, There are some ways around it, but all of our leaders have at least had a year of experience, some too or more. Now, so Melanie, that is that a year with time. one baby or 12 months total? At 12 months with at least one baby. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, we have 10, um, what do you call them, philosophy concepts. And it, it's, it's not that you have to be strict on everything, but they're basic concepts that help support breastfeeding. So they're things that we support... If they go on the Leche League International, there's how to become a lactation consultant. They have to attend those four series meetings and things like that. Um, but it's wonderful um, experience and training, um, even if they just want to be a mom-to-mom support person and not go any further. It's still wonderful to go through. Wow. Yeah. The training takes between six months and I think around 18 months. It just depends how much the mom has read before, um, how much experience she brings to the table before starting. What really got you motivated to being um, being a leader? Um, I, I had been involved with League for my first two children, and I'm a teacher, so I love teaching. <laughs> a lot of our leaders here are actually teachers. Um, yeah. And it just came up where they said, who would like to go through accreditation? And I raised my hand. <laughs> I'd like to do that. Um, I had gone through Kappa training um, at work because uh, I worked as a child development specialist. And I just really wanted to give back to League. It was something that helped me a lot um, with my younger two. So it was very good to help um, give back. And I've just enjoyed it and gone on to do the IBCLC accreditation. So it's been very fun. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say, you clearly, uh, I was so impressed when you came to my course with how good your communication skills are, uh, what good listening you have, how you're really able to kind of hone in. And actually, you've said it several times on the air tonight. You've said about really what is the mother's need? 
And at the end of the day, you know, that's really what it's all about. It's not about yeah. us pushing our agenda onto somebody. It's really about what their need is and the understanding that not all mothers have the same needs. Would you agree? Yeah, it's, it's meeting them where they are and yeah. seeing where they want to go. Um, sometimes it's it's maybe adjusting their goals because make it something a little realistic and that's a little more timely, a little little easier to attain and then move it up and then, you know, go where they want to go. Um, we always say take what you need, leave what you don't. <laughs> and yep. something may work for one mom, may not work for another mom. We could try Absolutely. something else. Um, and there are situations, sadly, where uh, a mom can't breastfeed because of a certain medication or a certain condition. And, uh, and we help them through that just as much um, as, you know, as a miscarriage and things like that. So they're, they're there to help through situations that involve breastfeeding. Melanie, how do you respond when somebody says, I mean, I really find this really hard. It's back to that philosophy thing that you were talking about. I really have a tough time when somebody says, look, you know, I just don't want to breastfeed anymore. I'm just, I'm just so done here. I don't want to do this anymore. How do you respond to that? Well, they may not. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, honestly, it's not easy. I mean, it's natural, but it's not easy all the time. And it's great when it is. But sometimes it's challenging, and it's just kind of seeing if they're ready and and giving them the resources to move on with whatever challenges they have or to help them wean through if they need to. Um, You have to have a mom that's there 24-7, and we're just there for helping call or during a meeting. So they're the one that is there every day. Yeah, yeah. My favorite line is, I don't have to go home with that baby. So (laughs) I I don't really know what it's like to be in her shoes. I might imagine I know what it's Mm -hmm. like to be in her shoes, but honestly, I'm not going home with that baby. And I'm Mm -hmm. not going home with the other kids and all all the other stuff that's that's in her life. I just find that sometimes, I go back to this thing you said about philosophy. Sometimes it really feels to me like my philosophy is that Everybody should breastfeed, and breastfeeding is just the best thing in the world, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, when somebody doesn't Mm -hmm. fully embrace that, it's hard for me to say, okay, well, it's okay. You can formula feed and still be a good mother. But Mm -hmm. there are times when you can just tell that it's not part of who they are. And um, it's kind of hard. And I I know many people that just don't really want to breastfeed. And that's that's perfectly works for them. They have wonderful children. It's not to say one's easier, difficult, better. There's so many benefits to breastfeeding, but it's not always easy either. Well, I'll go to one better parenting. Parenting is not always easy. So oh, no. <laughs> uh, don't go away. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm here with Melanie Tarr. We will be right back after this short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash good donor. 
Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you, too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that, too, through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed. I'm here today with my guest, Melanie Tarr, IBCLC. Melanie, I want to ask you about uh, people who actually might really want to come for mother-to-mother support. They may want to go to mm-hmm. uh, the meeting, but for one reason or another, they just they, they can't. It's impractical mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Um, why do you think that people don't come to mother-to-mother support groups? Um, there, there can be lots of reasons. We, we do have some online that they, they're welcome to join. We have um, the Lecture League International has a mother-to-mother support group um, on Facebook, and so they can search for that. They'll have to request to join because it's a closed group, um, but they can do basically what I'm doing locally there. Um, if they happen to be in Delaware and Maryland on the Eastern Shore, then they could um, join our group, come to meetings there for more in-person. If they have a specific um, challenge, like maybe they're nursing twins or maybe um, insufficient glandular tissue or things like that, there are some groups on there that are more specific, tandem nursing, things like that, um, that they can find more support for something that's a little more specific. If they okay. search on Facebook, they will likely find them and have to request to join. Um, Our local group, we mostly, it's from the moms that come to our meetings or or do helping calls um, in the area or have a friend that's already in the group. Okay. Okay. So with all of those possibilities uh, available to women, why do you think they don't come to the live meeting or they don't come to the um, online group? And maybe time. Um, one of our meetings is for working mothers, so or pumping mothers, moms that are pumping. They're like, oh, I guess I have to do a breastfeeding meeting for breastfeeding my baby. Mm-hmm. Quite welcome uh-huh. to come if you're pumping. Um, 
may not know where they are, or they may be a good distance. Um, try to find out if there's one in your area. I mean, Ling is all over the United States. It's all over the world. So likely there is one near you, and they may have an online group. Um, that would be helpful if you don't need to drive. Yeah, the, the not need to drive part. I can really relate to. I, I, I really can, can get that. Melanie, you also, though, have, uh, in addition to being a leader, you have earned your IBCLC credential, and you have yeah. your own private practice, yes? Yes, I'm doing it. It's fun. <laughs> okay. um, you can find me on Facebook. I have a page. Uh, it's successfully breastfed, and I'm building it as I go. Um, but see if you can find me. Um, I'm building it, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. Well, certainly, uh, you've certainly had enough experience and enough passion. Uh, Melanie, how do you think it's different? Because I know that for many women that come to my course, one of the things that I sort of have picked up on over the years is that I think that for some people, breastfeeding is a life-changing event. And clearly, for you, as a woman who became a teacher and now you have become a lactation consultant, it seems to me like this has really kind of shifted where you want to put your time and energy. Uh, What do you think Mm -hmm. is different about being an IBCLC than being a La Leche League leader? Um, They're very similar. League is a a wonderful um, training experience going on to be an IBCLC. They're a little different in what a leader can do and as to what an IBCLC can do. So there's been a lot more college courses and, and things that I've taken. And I'm glad that I've taken them with my background and knowledge and that perspective as I took the classes. I took uh, anatomy and physiology, and literally breastfeeding was a huge minute, but I asked the entire year. So every other was into the medical field had heard those answers. Um, sure. So there's always chances to learn. Yeah, I got to say, I made it through my anatomy and physiology courses in college. I don't know that it really did me a whole lot of good for getting into the lactation field, Uh, but but it does in the sense that it really gives you that broader base, that that better understanding, certainly. Uh, Before we wind up today, any kind Mm -hmm. of last-minute messages that you would want mothers to have about the need for support or the invitation to come for support? Um, I would just say if, if you're struggling, um, reach out and talk to someone. Um, leaders are wonderful. You can actually contact. Julie USA has, um, has people that you can contact on there with a support phone number. Um, someone has been where they've been and has worked through it. Um, yes. Just what you're thought about breastfeeding, but um, more than likely, you can work through it. Um, It does take dedication, and most of the moms that call us are pretty dedicated. They really would like to breastfeed. Um, Many find the bonding is wonderful, and their kids are very connected and very empathetic. Um, I'm I'm so grateful to have met all of the moms and dads um, through League. That has been wonderful. In just a simple way, would you say that breastfeeding was a game changer in your own life? Um, it was always something I think I was going to do. 
Um, my mother's from Montana, and I think that's what everybody did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, it, you know, it, the Eastern a little bit different. Um, I think it, it gains... Um, Kings and flows. We're probably coming up on a on a time when the parents of the people that are having babies in the next ten years may not have breastfed at all. And so, you know, even if they need to reach out and say, "How can I support them?" Um, that's a great step. That's a wonderful step. Just to know that you're there to listen and support them. Absolutely, absolutely, totally. Well. I don't know where the time goes, but that's all the time that we have today. Before we sign off, I'd like to thank my guest, Melanie Tarr, for being with us today. And I would also like to thank all of you for listening to Born to be Breastfed. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I've had a great time. Oh, good. I'd like to invite all of you back next week. I will have, as always, another guest. And if you're interested in books or other media that was mentioned on this show or even previous shows, check out our Amazon store. We are an Amazon affiliate. And how to do that is you just go to my website, which is borntobebreastfed.com, and you'll see it. And by the way, I know that we have some books there that actually have been published by La Leche League. So again, that's borntobebreastfed.com for books and media, or my blog is also there. You'll probably want to read that, and there's a ton more stuff on my Facebook page as well. So feel free to leave a question for me or for Melanie or for any of our guests. And by the way, if you're on my Facebook page, make my day, you can give me a like while you're there. If you're a professional and you're looking for continuing education about breastfeeding and lactation, remember, I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education on the web and sometimes in your city. My courses and tons of resources and my blog and a whole lot more are on my professional website, and that is breastfeedingoutlook.com. Again, if you're a professional, breastfeedingoutlook.com. If you're a parent, uh, borntobebreastfed.com, or if you want to go to both of them, that's okay, too. Anyway, I'm Marie Biancuzzo. I promise I will help you to cut through the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding next time, uh, next week, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuzo next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.